Yesterday, Shiraji explained how Vipassana jnana is gained. And Shiraji explained how one develops the tender phase of Udayabhaya jnana. And it is said that by discerning the cause and effect, one should not be satisfied at that stage of knowledge. One should continue practice, and when virya, sati, and samadhi, effort, mindfulness, and concentration becomes strong, one can note even the minute objects without missing, without failing. The noting mind falls calm and collected on the object, and one discerns. In the beginning of the practice, Yogi has to note the object by aiming, directing the mind onto the object. Aiming, directing the mind onto the object is Vitaka, initial application. And the mind rubs against the object, Vichara the sustained application arises. At the stage of Udhyabhaya Jnana, when one discerns the effects arising and passing away, the noting mind automatically is directed onto the object, and thus the consciousness is free from vitaka, initial application and also vijara the sustained application is also absent as the yogi gains momentum in the practice the mind is automatically aimed onto the object and the factors vitaka and vijara initial application and sustained application are absent The example is given here when playing darts in the beginning the player has to aim the dart at the target and as the player becomes skillful in playing darts the player can throw the dart to the target without having to aim especially At this stage of Udhyabhaya Jnana, Yogi does not need to aim especially, but the noting mind becomes automatically direct with the object of meditation. And the Yogi can note even the minute objects. As the Yogi continues to note, Yogi notes every object. Yogi can note every object without missing, without failing. And sati, mindfulness, becomes supatita, firmly, completely sustained on the object. And also the effort becomes bhagaha, persistent effort, which has gained momentum. And as the yogi knows, uh, as the yogi continues the practice, yogi gets to this stage of practice. And one discerns the fast arising and passing away of the objects. So the object arises and passes away it arises at one moment and passes away at another moment. The old giving rise to new, the objects are arising and passing away in a complete flux. And yesterday, Sharaji explained that by seeing 
the arising of the object, one removes ojda-deity, wrong view of annihilation. Seeing the arising, one removes sasada-deity, the wrong view of eternity. Discerning, gaining knowledge, one removes. Not knowing, one removes ignorance. So, noting the object, yogi is discerning, arising, and passing away in a complete flux. And they know the characteristics, and they know the characteristics. Not knowing is avidya, ignorance, not knowing is avidya, ignorance, being dim and vague, not knowing correctly. By discerning, by gaining knowledge, ignorance is removed. Other defilements, as well as avidya, ignorance, is removed momentarily. And as the yogi practices further, yogi gains knowledge stage by stage. And finally, yogi attains apavata, the total cessation, which is nibbana. Pavata means the nama rupa that are arising together with the vipassana consciousness. So these nama rupa that are arising continuously together with the vipassana consciousness is called bhavata, bhavata sankhara, the nama rupa, the conditioned phenomena that are arising continuously are called bhavata. And Nibbana is called Apavata as it is the cessation of all the Nama Rupa. Attaining Nibbana, one discerns that both the object and the noting mind comes to complete cessation and one realizes Nibbana. Realizing the Nibbana, the person is totally free from the four lower assistances and one will only be reborn as a human or deva and continuing the practice one can attain the higher path and fruition knowledge and one should continue practice till one is totally free from all the defilements and become an arahat. So the ultimate goal is to become an arahat by attaining all four stages of path and fruition knowledge through the practice of vipassana. But if one cannot get to the stage, one should at least attain the stage of realizing Nibbana, which is called Apavata, by becoming a Sotabana, the stream enterer. Having gained the first path and fruition knowledge, one becomes a Sotabana, the stream enterer, having only seven assistances as human or deity to be followed. So one should at least set one's goal to become a Sotabana. And at the stage of Udhyabhyanyana, there is Nikanti, there can be minor form of tatna, craving. At the stage of Udhyabhyanyana, 
the beautiful mental factors arise, which makes the mind beautiful and shine. And this stage of Udhyabhya Jnana, it is very good as the beautiful mental factors arise, keeping the mind very beautiful. Vipassanupakilesa are the ten imperfections of insight that can make the person deviated from the correct path. Nikandi here means the vipassana nikandi, the minor attachment on the good experiences that arises at this stage of practice. When one experiences special experience at the stage of Uriyabhayanyana, discerning the fast arising and passing away of the object, one becomes attached in these experiences. But this kind of attachment is not like the attachment on seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, knowing the worldly things. Here, it concerns with the practice, being attached in the good experiences. And when one's knowledge becomes mature, one will no longer be attached in these good experiences. Vipassana jnana keep the person attracted in the practice. At the stage of Udhyabhya jnana, when the yogi experiences illumination, joy, and so on, yogi tends to have minor attachment on the good experiences. It is called alaya. One is being attached in it, and nikandi, minor form of craving, arises, and it is called as Sukuma Sandhakara Nikandi. It is very fine and subtle, calm and uh, attached on the good experiences. So it is not difficult to know that the Nikandi has arisen as it is very subtle and very delicate. And being attached in these good experiences, the yogi does not want to continue practice. The yogi has the thinking that I have not experienced this kind of experience before, such as piti, joy, pasati, tranquility, sukha, happiness, pakaha, assertion, upatana, the mindfulness and upeka equanimity. So the yogi has mistaken it as the path and fruition knowledge. So if this happened, if the yogi is mistaken it as path and fruition knowledge, yogi is thinking what is not path as the path. And the yogi is deviated from the path of vipassana. So yogi gives up the practice due to nikandi, the minor attachment on these good experiences, enjoying the good experiences. So that's why it is very frightening that the yogi tends to have attachment on these good experiences, taking it as path and fruition knowledge, not practicing further. So that's why Saraji said it is very important to have Kalyana Mita, a true companion 
who is a skillful meditation teacher who can guide the yogi what is the correct path and what is not the correct path accurately. Saraji explains about two things, upakilesa, the imperfections or the impurities, and upakilesa vatu, the things where the impurities or the imperfections arise. Among the ten vipassanupakilesa, among the ten imperfections, or the impurities of insight. Apart from Nikandi, the other nine are called Upakilesavatu as they are where the craving where the craving is on two. They are where the craving is dwelling, and thus the other nine, apart from Nikandi, are called Upakilesa Vatu. They are the they are where the Gilesa, the Nik, uh, the Nikandi attachment is attached onto. Actually, these nine are not actually imperfections, but because the minor form of craving arises on these nine things, they are called upakilesa. And if the person mistaken it as the super mundane knowledge, it is also become Upakilesa Vatu. So at the stage of this practice, yogi tends to become attached. In these good experiences, knowingly or unknowingly, and there can be gaha, one can hold on to it as it is. Uh, one can hold on to it as the, the correct path. One hold on to with dignity, wrong view. And one think it as I am having good experiences such as illumination, joy, and so on. So dignity, wrong view arises. Actually, there is no I. What really exists are the nama rupa that are arising as cause and effect. But the person take it as I am having good experiences such as illumination, joy, and so on. So there will be deity gaha. One is holding on to with wrong view of I. And also, there can be conceit, such as I am having, I am possessing the illumination, joy, and so on. And there will be asami mana, the conceit, having the pride, holding high esteem of oneself. When the imperfections of insight, such as obasa, illumination, arises, then the yogi becomes attached, knowingly or unknowingly, and the yogi who is not skillful will be attached in these good experiences. The yogi will think that I am having illumination. There will be deity. Yogi holds on to it with wrong view. 
and taking pride that only I experience such things, even my teacher have not experienced such kind of experience I am having, then it is mana, conceit. One is holding on to with mana, conceit. And taking these good experiences as the path and fruition knowledge, being attached in them, there will be tatna. One holds on to them with tatna, craving. So this will happen to the yogi who is not skillful in the correct method of vipassana practice, who does not know or who is not skillful in the practice. And such yogi will be shaken with such good experiences. If this happens, the person does not want to continue practice thinking that he, she had attained the path and fruition knowledge and the person stops at this stage of practice not practicing any further and thus it is a great hindrance to the progress of the practice. So it is very important to know the correct path, especially at this stage of practice. At the stage of Uddiyabhyayana, the mind becomes beautiful and shining. As the mind is beautified by the factors such as O Pasa. So the mind that is associating with O Pasa, PD, Pasati, and so on becomes beautiful and shining. Among these ten, knowledge and PD, Sukha, Pasati, Knowledge, joy, happiness, tranquility arises in great momentum. And these are keeping the materiality beautiful and shining. And especially the blood that is circulating in the body will be pure, pervading the whole body and even the illnesses can be cured due to the momentum of practice. The blood that has been circulating in the body with the illness will be replaced by the fresh, clean blood produced by the Dhamma. It will be replaced. And as the pure, clean blood circulating in one's body, one's eye faculty becomes very clear, and also ears, nose, sensitivity also becomes strong, and the tongue sensitivity also becomes strong. The body sensitivity also becomes strong. And at this stage, Yogi's complexion becomes very clear, shining, and beautiful. So these factors such as knowledge, piti, sukha, and pasati are not only beautifying the mind, but it also beautifies the body of the Yogi so that both the mind and the body of the Yogi becomes beautiful and shining. Sata, faith and confidence, sati, mindfulness, will be sustained. Gaining knowledge, one is also free from loba, dosa, and moha, and there will be 
the mental factors are loba, adosa, and amoha, non-greed, non-hatred, and non-delusion. And also, the mind will be in balance, tatra, matzatata, and there is pasati, tranquility. Knowledge is one of the beautiful mental factors arising. Piti, joy arises. Piti, joy associate with both wholesome, unwholesome, and indeterminate. But at this stage of practice, Piti arises together with the wholesome mind. And Sukha, happiness, arises, which is Vedana, feeling. And Sada and Sati, faith and mindfulness, they are Sobana, Sadarana, Tedasika. They are the beautiful mental states arising, beautiful mental factors arising. These Sada, Sati are the beautiful mental factors that only associates with um, wholesome and determinate, uh, indeterminate consciousness. So at the stage of Udiyabhyanyana, Sada and Sati also become strong. And at this stage, Yogi also builds up honesty. Yogi confesses to himself, herself, as well as the teachers of his or her wrongdoings. At this stage, honesty prevails. And also, Yogi has hiri and utapa, moral shame and moral fear from wrongdoings. And hiri and utapa are also beautiful mental factors. At the stage of Udiyabhya Jnana, Tantna Sota, the current of craving, is stopped by mindfulness and the currents are cut by gaining knowledge and beautiful mental factors arise at this stage of Udiyabhya Jnana. The mind is beautified by these beautiful mental factors so that the mind becomes beautiful and shiny. Hiri and Uttapa, Mora shame and Mora fear, these beautiful mental factors keep oneself to refrain from wrongful things. Having Hiri and Uttapa, the person feels shameful and afraid to do wrongdoings. So one considers one's reputation as well as the surrounding so that one refrains from wrongdoings, one refrains from transgression. In this way, one controls oneself. Controlling oneself, one is also indirectly contributes to the peace in the surrounding. Having Hiri and Otapa, one has consideration, empathy towards others so that one protects others from being hurt and at the same time, one controls oneself. The person also has Mitta, loving kindness towards others and the person wants family members, friends to practice meditation, wanting them to practice with metta, loving kindness, wanting for the welfare of others. So having metta, wanting others to practice, one knows that if others do not have the opportunity to practice, or even if they have the opportunity to practice, if they don't practice, then their lives will be full of unwholesomeness that lead to bad results and bad consequences, and these people will suffer. Knowing this, the person 
wants others to practice. So this is connected with metta, loving kindness, as well as the compassion, karuna, towards others. So when others practice due to the encouragement of the person and when their lives are totally changed by practice, one feels mudita, sympathetic joy on these who practice and gain benefits. Having mitta and karuna, having loving kindness and compassion, there will not be isa, majriya, there will not be envy or stinginess. These are also removed. So at this stage of tender phase of Udiyabhyanyana, the mind is beautified by these mental factors so that the mind becomes pure, clean, and beautified. Sama Vaja, Sama Kamanda, and Sama Ajiva, right speech, right action, and right livelihood, the three kinds of virati, the abstinences, also prevail. The person has moral shame and moral fear from wrongdoing, wrong speech, and wrongful thoughts. The person feels shameful and afraid from misconduct by body, speech, and mind. When the practice gains momentum, yogi feels shameful and afraid to even miss or fail to note even the minute objects. As the yogi practices with hiri and otapa, having moral shame and moral fear from losing mindfulness, the person takes great care in the practice and the noting becomes thorough and meticulous. And yogi reports to the teacher that when I was doing sitting meditation, walking meditation, daily activities, I missed to note this, I failed to note that. In this way, Yogi knows clearly what he, she missed to note and he, she could also explain to the meditation teacher very accurately what he missed, what she missed. So the virity abstinences also become prominent even though one does not have to one does not have to refrain from them, but one has the jidana volition to refrain from these things. And hiri and otapa, having hiri and otapa, moral shame and moral fear, one repels the heat of kilesa defilements. Ahirika and anotapa, lack of moral shame and lack of moral fear absorbs the heat of defilements, whereas hiri and otapa repels the heat of defilements. Hiri and otapa are called lokapala as they guard and protect the world. People who have hiri and otapa refrain from oneself so that there will not be wrongdoings. One is becoming pure with hiri and otapa, and at the same time, one protects others from being hurt, and thus the surrounding will also be peaceful. Having hiri and otapa, the person will not be committing transgressions or wrongdoings, and thus the person is contributing peace to the world. So one should have hiri and otapa, in order to keep one's own world, each and individual one's own world, peaceful. And Saraji says if at least one third or half of the beings, half of the people on this world have Hiri and Otapa, the world will be very peaceful. 
having Hiri and Otaba, the world will become peaceful and it will be very pleasant. Nowadays, the leaders from many different nations, they are saying they are trying hard to bring peace in the world, but the world is not peaceful. And Sarah says it is very important to know the genuine peace and one should give priority to practicing in order to bring the genuine peace. In order not to destroy one's own world, one should practice Siddhipatthana meditation. So while one has the opportunity and time, one should exert diligent effort in the practice. In the space of Udiya Bhyanyana, Piti, joy is involved so that the mind is elated and active. As one continues the practice, there will be sukha and ekagata, happiness and equanimity, where one's practice is very comfortable and calm. At the stage of mature phase of Udiyabhya Jnana. At the mature phase of Udiyabhya Jnana, the Sobhana Jedasika, the beautiful mental factors become even more prevalent and knowledge also becomes mature. At the mature stage of Udiyabhya Jnana, as there is no PT involved, the mind will not be so active, but it will be calm and tranquil. As the yogi pursues practice, yogi will discern only the dissolution of the objects. Among the three parts, the arising, presence, and dissolution at the stage of Bhanganyana, only the dissolutions of the object will be discerned. Yogi sees the dissolutions of the object. At the stage of Bhanganyana, form or shape of hand, feet, or head will no longer be obvious. And at the stage when the yogi starts to gain the Bhanganyana, the objects are not as clear and yogi uh, tend to think that his or her practice has deteriorated, but actually it has not. As sukha, happiness, is no longer present, yogi feels that it is not as good, but instead of sukha, Upeka, equanimity, arises and the practice becomes calm, equanimous, in the state of equilibrium. And also, one discerns the dissolution of the object that has been noted as well as the dissolution of the noting mind. For example, when noting heat as the object, Shogi discerns the dissolution of the heat as well as the dissolution of the noting mind. Discerning the dissolution of the object is the Bhanganyana and knowing the or discerning the dissolution of the noting mind is called Pati Vipassana. So at this stage of practice, the practice becomes easy, comfortable, and very subtle. And as the yogi continues practice, uh, one will get to Sankarupekanyana, knowledge into equanimity towards formations. And at the stage of Sankarupekanyana, it's very subtle and very delicate. And at that stage, 
the gross materiality will no longer be present and only the noting mind uh, only the noting mind is obvious. At the stage of Sankarupekanyana, the illnesses can be cured. Even at the stage of Udayabhyanyana, the illnesses start to be cured and at the stage of Sankarupekanyana, illnesses are cured. And as the yogi continues the practice, from Bhavata, from continuous arising of the Nama Rupa, one realizes Apavata, where the Nama and Rupa come to cessation, and one realizes Nibbana, total cessation. When one realizes Nibbana, one becomes a Sotapanna, stream enderer. So one should at least keep the goal to become a Sotapanna, the stream enderer. Before one realizes Apavata, which is Nibbana, by path and fruition knowledge, one has been noting the presently arising object with sustained mindfulness. Noting the presently arising object with sustained mindfulness, Popapagamaka, the preliminary path, are developed. They are also called Logia Maganga, mundane, mundane factors of the path. So at the stage of Popapagamaka, preliminary path, one is discerning Dukkha Satcha, the truth of suffering. One removes Smudhiya Satcha, the origin of suffering. And by discerning, one removes avijja, ignorance, momentarily. Removing avijja, ignorance, momentarily, other defilements are also removed momentarily. And tatna and upadana, craving and clinging, are also removed momentarily. So in this way, avijja, tatna and upadana, ignorance, craving and Clinging come to cessation momentarily, and it is called the Danga Niroda, momentary cessation. In each of the Vipassana consciousness, analyzing the Vipassana consciousness, there involves Sila Maganga, Samadhi Maganga, and Banya Maganga, the factors of morality, concentration, and wisdom. And one is fulfilling Boba Bhaga Maga, preliminary path. By, by developing the preliminary path, one discerns Dokha Satcha, the truth of suffering. And by discerning Dokha Satcha, the truth of suffering, Smudhiya Satcha, the origin of suffering, is removed. Niroda Satcha, the momentary cessation is realized and Maga Satya, the Boba Bhaga Maga, the preliminary path, has been developed. When one realizes Nibbana, which is called Apavata, then one officially discerns Dokha Satya, the truth of suffering, one removes Mudiya Satya, the origin of suffering, and one develops the Ariya Maganga, the Eightfold Noble Path. In this way, by realizing Nibbana, one has the four tasks of discerning Dokha Satya, abandoning Mudiya Satya, realizing Niroda Satya and developing Maga Satya and discerning of the noble truths are 
gained by attaining Nibbana. And Saraji explains that equanimity arises from Bhanganyana, knowledge into dissolution, to Sankarupeka, jnana, knowledge, knowledge of equanimity towards formation, till Anuloma, jnana, the knowledge of conformity. Economity is not something that one should de develop deliberately, but economity will arise starting from Banga Jnana till Anuloma Jnana. So by practicing Siddhipatthana meditation correctly, equanimity arises at the stage of Banganyana till Anuloma Jnana. But some of the Westerners, when they are asked why they are practicing, they say, I practice in order to seek equanimity. And Saraji says, this is not according to the text. They should not be doing things that are not in accordance with the text. And if they are practicing, which is not in accordance with the text, it will be difficult. It is not easy to gain equanimity, and one should be mindful of that. At the stage of Popa Bhagamaka preliminary path, one discerns Dokha Satya, the truth of suffering. One discerns Dokha Satya, the truth of suffering, in the seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, and knowing. And one discerns Nama Rupa, cause and effect, and the characteristics of impermanent suffering and non-self. Discerning Dokha Satya, the truth of suffering, by being mindful, one also removes craving, and thus Samudhiya, is also abandoned. Discerning correctly, avijja, ignorance, will be removed. Knowing, discerning the unique individual characteristics and common characteristics of impermanent suffering and non-self. Discerning correctly, one removes not knowing. One removes avijja, craving. Sorry, one removes avijja, ignorance. Removing avijja, ignorance, tatna, craving, does not arise, and there will not be upadana, clinging. Discerning the nama rupa, diti is removed, and discerning cause and effect, one removes the wrong view of Mahabrahma, creating. And discerning the impermanence, one removes the wrong view of permanent. Discerning suffering, one removes the wrong view of pleasantness. And discerning non-self, one removes the wrong view of self. Discerning the arising and passing away of the objects, one removes ojeda deity and sasata deity. One removes the wrong view of annihilation and the wrong view of eternity. Removing avijja, tatna, and upadana, ignorance, craving, and clinging, one will no longer commit unwholesome deeds, and one will no longer commit wholesome deeds that leads to further existences. In vipassana consciousness, the Popa Bhagamaka, the preliminary path, are involved. And as the yogi practices further, knowledge arises stage by stage until one finally realizes Nibbana. Realizing Nibbana with path knowledge, one discerns Dokkha Satya, the truth of suffering. 
One abandoned smudya satya, the origin of suffering. By realizing nibbana, one. By realizing nibbana, one will not be in the round of assistances beyond seven more assistances. So, attaining nibbana, maga samaditi. Arises, and the dana craving that leads to lower existences are removed. So apaya gamaniya dana, that the craving that leads to the lower existences will be removed, and thus the dana craving that craves for more existences will be removed, and the person will only have. Seven assistances to be followed, and also the karma, the deeds that lead to the lower assistances are removed, and the person will only have seven assistances to follow as a human or a deity, and thus there will not be further. Resultants beyond the seven assistances. In this way, vipaka, the round of resultants, is also cut. So by realizing nibbana with path knowledge, one is also cutting the round of defilements, the round of karma, good and bad deeds, and the round of vipaka vada, the round of Resultants in this way by realizing nibbana, the three rounds are cut. So when one comes across the teaching of the Buddha as a human being, when one has the opportunity to practice at this age while one is still healthy, having the opportunity to meet with Kalyana Mita. The true companion, one should practice Sitipatthana meditation that can give guarantee in life. So may you all be able to practice Sitipatthana meditation to discern the four noble truths by gaining Ariya Maganyana path knowledge, and by gaining path and fruition knowledge. May you all be. Able to be free from the lower assistances by gaining path and fruition knowledge, and may you all be able to practice so that the round of assistances will not be prolonged, and there will not be the sufferings of old age, disease, and death. So may you all be able to practice while having this opportunity, respectfully, meticulously, thoroughly, until at least. Attaining the first path and fruition knowledge. Sadu, sadu.